Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Almost Better Than Silence. I'm your host, Doug Coleman, and today I'm joined by the other co-host, AJ Elkert. And it's, I lied to you, listener, I said we're going back to the regular format. We sort of are, but we sort of aren't. Uh, AJ and I went to too many games convention again this year. This is probably like, I don't know, the third time, maybe fourth time we've been covering this convention. But first of all, how are you doing, AJ? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. A little tired from the day, but, you know. Doing doing what I can. Just get ready yeah. to play some Overwatch probably after this. Oh man, I I hear that one hundred percent. Um, it was funny before uh we went to the convention. Uh, we did a quick little recording about like our anticipation, and I the quality is not the best, but I'm gonna run it right here real quick for our listeners to hear uh how we were feeling right before we went. AJ and I are traveling to too many games convention this year. Uh, how are you doing, AJ? I'm pretty good, Doug. Uh, just ready to see some fucking great games today. I uh, want to see some uh, tournament play, too. I think it's happening. Yeah, absolutely. I, th- if I'm not mistaken, this is your first time going to too many games? It's my first time going to any convention ever. Oh, wow. Awesome. Yeah, this is a, a great starter convention. If like I think Brendan and I have covered this in the past. We've been there in previous years, so... Uh, in, uh, in previous years, we've actually brought the microphone to the convention and had like some noise in the background. I think we're going to do it differently this year. We're going to just kind of talk about what we're looking forward to, uh, beforehand. And then after we get back from the convention, talk about what we saw and how it went. Um, but what are you looking forward to? Is there anything you're not really sure about? Um, I know there are like, there are a few panels happening. I haven't really looked at the, the guest list yet. Um, I know there's also a tournament. There's a Overwatch tournament. I'm a complete whore for Overwatch. So, <laughs> like, uh, I'm wearing, I should mention, I'm wearing a Philadelphia Fusion Overwatch League jersey. So, I'm, like, ready to fucking go. It is really cool. <laughs> it has your handle on it. Yeah. It's, it's really neat. Forgetful with yeah. the three. It's neat as hell. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but, yeah, and then as far as uh, I know, we're, there's going to be lots of games for sale. We might see some cosplay. Um, and I think DJ Cutman's going to be there this year. So, we might be trying to find him in the crowds but um overall it should be a really exciting thing and i'm eager to get your feedback after we get back from the show i brought plenty of cash just in case (laughs) yeah this is one of those uh events where you definitely should bring a full wallet so (laughs) i know bren uh specifically likes to buy lots of art prints and i will be looking for something kawaii to buy my girlfriend because that she's always into that awesome i hope there's a lot of good shit there definitely excited all right. Well, we will be giving you guys our feedback when we get back. And we're back. Uh, that was interesting. It's yeah. I, I I was really surprised to learn that it's your first convention that you've attended. And uh, so going on that thought, what did you think? Did it live up to your expectations? I mean, it is a relatively small convention, but it's still a a fun one. It honestly did, and it only made me more hungry for like that whole atmosphere. Yeah, the uh, scene. I love like nerd gatherings, like just everyone's there for the same reason as something that I love. Like I love video games. So it's neat to be among like people that are also there because they're passionate about the same things. Like uh, the joint passion is what I care about. Yeah. Agreed. It was very, very packed this year as was the previous years. Um, I, I've, continue to say i believe there's like a trend where it just gets more popular and uh there's some uh evidence that that's true but we'll get to that later um but here let's hear from you first of all like what was some of your favorite things that we were able to do today and uh things that you saw as far as like games 
Uh, well, there was like, oh, there was a ton of just like real great little like game stands, people selling like really old shit and stuff that maybe hadn't even been released in the United States, like Japanese editions of like the Dreamcast and shit like that. Yeah. Um, the first display case we came up to had like the Final Fantasy games in it. And in between Final Fantasy IX and Final Fantasy VII, you know, perfectly in sequence was, uh, Jackie Chan's Stunt Masters. And <laughs> I was, it was hoping you'd bring this up. The best. It was the best foot to start on, I think, yeah. for the entire thing. Like, it made the. It brightened the day immediately. Absolutely. It that was, was such an am- amazing find of you. Like, the like literally, as we walk into the place, like, the first thing you point out is, like, we see a list, of, a, a row of Final Fantasy games, like, all PlayStation 1 in great condition. I was like, oh, it's, like, 25 bucks or something. I was even considering it, but I'm like, ah, it's early. Let's see what else I see. And then you point out in the middle is the Perfectly Jackie Sandwich. Game. Jackie oh Chan. Stuntmasters. The classic. I, I feel like... Was that like a comedy genius it had to or have like been an intentional. accident? It had to have been intentional. <laughs> I, <laughs> what, how Seriously. the fuck would someone just do that on accident? How do you oh, like? That's amazing. It's like a Final Fantasy Eight, Final Fantasy Seven, Jackie Chan Stunt Masters, Final Fantasy Nine. <laughs> okay, <laughs> phenomenal. Um, I I uh, was looking for a couple of things as far as um, there's this one stand, the limited run. Stand that I think we might have mentioned it on the podcast, but they do uh, physical formats of games that have previously not really had releases in physical format. Uh, I was able to pick up a copy of Fury, which we've had the developers on our show uh, for that game, and it's it's an incredible game. It's actually like the deluxe edition. It looked amazing as far as a physical release, and the deluxe edition comes with the DLC, which I never did get around to playing, so I'm eager to pop in the disc version instead of playing the downloaded one, and there's more to the game now that I've yet to experience, so pretty excited about that, and I remember the guy there, as I was like, oh, I'll take a copy of Fury, he was like, you're a lucky guy, this is our last one, and I was like, oh, that feels good, because it's only uh, today is Saturday for us of uh, as far as the convention is concerned concerned it goes from Friday through Saturday um so and into yeah. Sunday yeah it has so Sunday. people Sunday I guess they're not even gonna have fury on display so that's a bummer for them but I'm glad I was able to pick up a copy yeah it seemed like Saturday was kind of like a premium day to go there yeah Friday well that's the thing if I'm not mistaken uh there have well I know for a fact they have an overwatch uh tournament going on and there's a uh, prize of five thousand dollars but speaking of overwatch though that was something you were uh you were the most excited for yeah i, I was super jazzed to see some uh see some overwatch and i'm glad we like sat down and watched a couple uh couple of games there so it, it was like uh, so intense and then on top of that you i saw you peeking over at the smash screen there was a smash <laughs> tournament going on in the other corner of the uh the hall Yep. It was so good. Uh, I got a couple shirts. So it's like uh I had a I had a real great day. I got some Overwatch merch. I met Charles Martinet. Yeah, that was a highlight for sure. Yeah. I uh, got a got a nice little eight by ten that uh, would look real good on Bren's wall right now. <laughs> and uh it's got Charles Martinet uh and all of his little uh his little voice guys that he did, Mario, Luigi, Waluigi, Wario the baby characters and he wrote something for each one of them and was doing voices the whole time and he's like the nicest fucking guy i've ever met 
That's and he's so cool. uh, he's also gigantic. He's six foot five. So yeah, that's, uh, he was huge. It's wild because he plays like some small ass characters. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, yeah, he was neat as hell and super nice. And I'm framing the shit out of that. Definitely. And I'm the Overwatch stuff was sponsored by uh, the Philadelphia team, uh, the Philadelphia Fusion. And you actually came sporting a jersey. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, I, I got a jersey this past week from uh, Into the AM, which I, th- I believe uh, they do all of the official jerseys for the Overwatch League. So it's like an official Overwatch League brand like jersey with yeah. my uh, Blizzard tag on it, like my uh, my battle tag. It's so cool. I thought that was really awesome. And yeah, to be able to get it customized with your own like handle, that's really neat. I'm part of the uh, Philly Fusion Discord, and uh, I was talking about the that one team that we saw today. We saw a team that had a uh, two like well known top 500 players on it, Kefri and. Uh, uh, Samitsu, and yeah. uh, they were like tearing it up. But I was talking about that in one of the Overwatch discords that I'm in, the Philly Fusion one. And the one guy said, "Oh, I think I saw your handle today. Like I saw you there." So <laughs> apparently, someone from the Philly Fusion Discord saw me wearing my jersey. That's like, fucking during, awesome, man! During the day, so that's lit. That's really cool. That's really cool. That's what I mean. The community, it, it felt like it, the place to be if you're an, a nerd, and I was really glad to be in attendance. Uh, as somebody who doesn't play much Overwatch, I the only time I have is on the free weekends and stuff. Um, watching the competitive stuff, it was tough to follow, but I was fortunate enough to have AJ there like giving me like uh, clues on like what the hell was going on, and it was just so cool watching it. It made me a lot more interested in like trying to get involved as far as wanting to learn more and like maybe play more maybe watch more of the esports try to it, it's just it feels good and i was really enjoying the whole the environment everyone was having a good time uh there's a uh, they i think they were twitch streaming the event the whole time and if i'm not mistaken the overwatch tournament was like 10 to 10 so 10 a.m to 10 p.m so yeah 12 hours of solid that was just today there was some yesterday oh and there's God. some tomorrow like the grand final for it is tomorrow yeah so at- so a lot of gaming. I'm so excited. It's so cool. I want to find out who wins, actually. I think it's going to be that, uh, was it like Soundwave or whatever? The yeah, Screenwave ca- Media. Or yeah, Screenwave Media or Soundwave Media. They, uh, they sponsored a team, and that was the team that had, honestly, Kefri. they were filled with top 500 players, but, uh, those two are like the most, the Kefri's notorious on like the Twitch streaming community for being like a ridiculous Widowmaker. And he was, uh, they, He's not from the area, so I don't know what the fuck they did to get him there. But Oh, too many games flies people out, for sure. And yeah. that was a smart one, because, yeah, I remember we this guy behind us was a pretty uh, big fan of uh, Overwatch Esports, and he was like, I can't believe Kefri's here. He's like, I, it was on his Twitter, holy shit. I was, yeah, he was like trying to figure out if it was actually him for real, because, <laughs> dude, if you look up Kefri on like Overbuff, which is a stat tracking page for Overwatch... There's like 15,000 Kefries because people just like change their name to that. Oh, damn. Yeah, so it's like real hard to find the real one. And uh, yeah, but apparently he put it on his Twitch that he was like there, that he was doing that, which is crazy. And everyone was like, holy shit, that's the real Kefri. Like, that's him. And then Samitsu apparently was like the number one guy on ladder right now, like at the time of the tournament. He was like the tops. He was fucking playing like it. He was... Yeah, absolutely. he had multiple play of the games when we were watching their match. Like he was just getting fat dragon after fat dragon. It was so good. <laughs> yeah, no, they 
absolutely impressive performances. Um, it was really an eye-opening experience as far as like me enjoying a live esports event. So that was awesome. Yeah, it's like kind of neat to see that sort of stuff. Like they had a shit ton of computers set up there. Like they were doing preliminaries for the big stage, and it was so wild to watch because like it, you almost feel like validated with like some of your like settings and shit when you're like looking at those guys aim and stuff you're like oh hell yeah like these guys are in tournament play and they're like aiming the same way i do or like similarly definitely it feels good like i don't know it feels it, it's vindication on like lowering your sensitivity and dpi and shit and like really putting your whole body into aiming oh man so do you think you would be interested in ever trying to get up on stage and do some competitive gaming like that, or are you? I not? would. I would be nervous. I think like up on stage because I just like I'm not great in front of people. But I think like once you like dial in to what's happening and you just focus on, you know, your comms and shit. You're focusing on how you're communicating with your team and what the other enemy team's doing and shit. You like just like dial in. You're good. So I think I'd be okay after like the first round i'd be like uh you know this is just overwatch with a lot of people like looking at like us playing like we're like which is could happen at any time on overwatch because you can have spectators watch your matches okay yeah plus twitch is a thing so like people stream all the time with like thousands of people just watching them play and they're fine right. with it, so I think I'd be all right. I would want to do it probably. Like I, I need to find a team, but I would love to do competitive stuff. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, I I feel that way about Rocket League. I need a team of two more people, and maybe see if we could do something with that. But I don't know. It, I, it'd be fun to maybe do some local matches. Um, but let's maybe talk about some of the cosplay we saw. Um, were there any that stood out to you? I know I saw a Sora that I was like, oh, that was a really good one. Yeah, there were um there was a Sonic that I saw like wearing like the full bodysuit. I saw a Power Ranger as well, which was pretty uh, cool. I saw at least three furries. Oh yeah, that was a big thing. Apparently there was like a whole panel on furries uh that gotcha. we missed. Yeah. Um I, I'm actually kind of okay. I'm okay with that one. <laughs> I'm fine with that one. Please don't at me. Yeah. I'm fine with missing that one. Um, it's cool. What else did I see? I saw the pink-haired Sailor Moon character, the little girl. Like, someone was cosplaying as her. Oh, shit. Uh, we saw an Espeon and an Umbreon pair walking around. Yep, I remember that. They were cool. Saw a couple Ash Ketchums. Definitely. Um, What else did we see? There was, like, a woman walking around with a big monitor with, like, a... A thing on it had a speaker on it that was like playing stuff, but I didn't yeah. know what she was supposed to be from. I, probably some deep cut from some like show from the eighties or something. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know what that was either, but I thought it was really well done. But uh, there, I'm, there's one I'm surprised you don't recall the main character from Near Automata. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We we were behind her like walking into the tournament area. Yeah, yeah. Two uh, B, I believe her name is. Nice. That was a cool one. Yeah, that, that was a very out. good one. There, I saw another person dressed up like 2B earlier in the convention, and they had like the eye thing covering both their eyes, and I was like, holy shit, how do they see? <laughs> Maybe a pinhole in the eye patch. <laughs> they, they, I think uh, I think some of those masks you can get, like you can see through them, like they're just like a little darker, but it was, I don't know, it was kind of cool. I, yeah, cosplaying is probably never going to be my thing. 
Same, After seeing a bunch of cosplayers. I so tremendously. I think it's really cool, and I wish I could pull it off. Maybe, like, once in a blue moon, I'd try to pull it off, but I don't. There aren't many appealing fat characters. Like, uh, that's just, like, not a thing, really. Like, uh, there's no, like, lovable fat, like, uh... I don't know. I feel like they're all like fucktards. Like, oh Jesus! No, don't say this. I think there's definitely some stuff you could pull off for sure, dude. I don't know. I'd have to look in. I'd have to do some like serious research if I wanted to. If I wanted to find the right. But that's what I mean. Even if you're not trying to go for something specifically, uh, there's a few at least accessories that stood out to me that I thought were cool. There was some really neat keyblades, but the one sword that was it the Master Sword in Zelda, it's like yeah. was actually metal and had some serious weight to it. I was like, wow, that's impressive. It was only like 65 bucks. Like, I could have technically bought that, but uh, I would have never brought that into my house. Yeah. That's definitely not like I don't want to be the guy that owns swords. Yeah, like, I just don't want to be that guy. I understand. It's definitely hazardous weapon. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I mean, like, there's a three-year-old running around my house. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but it, it would be, but that's what I mean. I don't think it was a real sword either. Like, it, I mean, I'm sure you could hurt somebody with you it. You could probably it curse metal. it pretty well. Yeah, but it's curse not, like, sharp sword. or anything. <clears throat> but uh, the, the Keyblades were sweet. They had some shields. I saw s- some Overwatch guns and, like, masks. I got a bunch of Overwatch merch, which was pretty awesome. You caught a t-shirt for me? Yeah, the, the, during the event, uh, the one announcer lady was throwing out t-shirts, and she was like, I can't throw them very far. We were in the front row, and <laughs> like, right to me. <laughs> and I was like, oh, man. And it was a, a picture of, or a t-shirt of the Philly Fusion uh, wearing, what, their Christmas? Ugly it was their Christmas sweater? photo. I looked at it better. That's like so uh, funny. It was their whole team wearing ugly sweaters, and uh, in the front, Carpe and Shadowburn, the two of the DPS players, uh, Carpe was holding a cat, and Shadowburn was holding a little Dashund. <laughs> there, it was very good. That is, yeah. That's I'm wearing that classy. shirt all the time. Hell yeah. And that's what I mean. I, when I got it, I'm like, I don't even know these people, so this automatically goes to you because you're an, a legitimate fan, and I hope <laughs> to be a fan in the coming months once I get more caught up. They're I so good. I actually get a copy of Overwatch. I hope there's a sale again. The I, playoffs I are coming up it. soon, actually. I think uh, in like two weeks... Three weeks, maybe the playoffs are happening for the first season, so that's a good time to jump in. Definitely, um, and that's here. Uh, we were having this discussion earlier, but we might as well on air. I, if I'm gonna get Overwatch, I probably would get it for PS4. So I'm already putting myself at a disadvantage. Is that should should I just not? Should I just get it for PC, even though I honestly or do? I just want to casually play it. Like if you're interested is, in the game and like it, it, it's like tickling you a little bit. You like can see yourself playing it then just get it for whatever you're comfortable getting it for like it, i've never been one to shame people for playing things on certain consoles like yeah it, i like I, I while i definitely have bias like i think the ps4 is a like i it's definitely got the best exclusives between the two major consoles uh like overwatch is overwatch on those on the consoles at least like the computer is like a completely different monster with a keyboard and mouse shit it's a it plays differently, like it feels weird. Uh, it yeah. took me a while to adjust to switching over to keyboard and mouse. So like, I, it's whatever you're comfortable with, honestly. And I think you're most comfortable with the PS4. So I would just play it on PS4. Okay, yeah, it just stinks. You can I won't still be able have play fun w- with you and Bren, but that's fine. I can definitely. Just... I I have it on P. I have it on all three consoles. Holy shit! <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> Bren is is like 
rolling over right now. He's not dead. <laughs> <laughs> I got it full price on all three, uh, f- all three consoles or whatever. But uh, I've insanely... made like PC my main focus. Uh, I can't talk any like trash though because i have uh rocket league for ps4 and steam and i was like oh man i want it for switch just because it's switch and it's like i could take it anywhere but uh fuck it yeah i i really like overwatch a lot it's very good i can't blame you i was always the guy that was like ah it just doesn't interest me and now after today it's like just i don't know it was just super interesting and entertaining and i i have it's piqued my interest to want to try it out some more and see if I can stand a chance. Hopefully, well, Bren gives me no faith because apparently the community's toxic. But hey, so it is. Rocket it is, League. but it's easier to avoid said toxic community if you're using a PS4 and don't have a headset yeah, plugged in. So that's very true. The consoles make it. The Xbox was the e- like Xbox and PC are the two easiest things to be toxic on because one, the PC has a keyboard. And two, the Xbox, uh, the way the menus work with like, in while you're playing a game, you can easily send messages to people that you've been playing with, and it's just asking for trouble. PlayStation, you actually kind of have to like basically exit the game to go like send messages to people, which is kind of like a deterrent. Like you don't see people, like people don't shit on other people and their messages on PlayStation really, and that's kind of like the nice thing about the console. Yeah. It's a lot harder to shit on people if you don't have a headset plugged in, too. So that's... Like, Works for me. <laughs> but if you go into competitive, you should probably use a headset. Just saying. Because oh, communication yeah. is super key to like winning matches in competitive. Okay, that makes perfect sense. Um, Just trying to think, is there anything else that stood out to you at the con that's worth mentioning? Maybe before we play uh, a game of What's That Sound? Gotta there was a distinct smell. Games. Oh no! Well, that's that's with every <laughs> every con, and I feel like I took some airborne earlier this morning because just knowing I'm going to be around that many people, I want to boost my immune system. Well, I feel like that shit might be snake oil, but it it makes me think I'm not going to avoid getting sick. <laughs> um, I really liked like the indie section was pretty cool. We got to see some like indie games. Oh yeah, that was as pretty far neat. as indie games, yeah. Let me pull up. I have a couple of. Uh, handouts here yeah we we, i played a demo of a game called eagle island that was very brief um played really well this is the one that had the really cute art style uh i was walking yeah it was like like, uh pixely yeah i would like throw this bird as like a mechanic as far as like attacking and if you would double jump you'd like hop on the back of your bird um i didn't get very far but looking at the little flyer they handed out it looks like pretty uh intense bosses like with these giant eagles and like a uh, serpentine dragon looking thing uh but all around eagleislandgame.com if you're interested i think it's going to be coming to steam and it's, yeah just a uh, side scrolling i want to say adventure game looks really neat i like the style and, and it played pretty well like there's a lot of potential there yeah it looks really neat um Another one that I played that has a great premise, but I I didn't think played very well, and I think it it's not it's not like it didn't play well. I just think it needs like some kind of polish or something to make it uh play a little better. Uh was a game called uh The Great Gaias. And here I'll read what the flyer says, because you and I both thought it was pretty cool. 
A mysterious contract from the royal family sparks the interest of an organized band of sellswords. What seems like a normal job quickly spirals into a whirlwind of betrayal and tragedy, thrusting a young rogue and his unlikely companions into the middle of an ancient prophecy. And it does just like graphically, uh, these characters uh, are pixelated, looks like an old school, like Final Fantasy style game. But just the way my character like slid across the screen, it didn't feel right to me. Something about it just felt strange. And I hope that they're able to tackle that and make it feel a little more like smooth. Maybe that he needs to animate. The character needs to look like they're animated as they're like walking around. Otherwise it just feels like they're sliding across the screen. I'm not sure, uh, but it was interesting. Uh, definitely looks like they put a lot of work into it. So I would go check it out. Um, the great Gaius. Yeah, definitely looked pretty good. I always am kind of wary of like certain art styles in games. And that one had like that art style where I was like, uh, it was like a weird middle ground between like a mobile game and like an old Final Fantasy game. Yes, you're absolutely right. And I was like, it makes me a little like hesitant, but like just reading the, just reading the bio, like what, you know, like the little blurb about the story got me like really interested because it feels very like classic RPG. Definitely. I feel like that game is going to be more heavy on like the the good substance of the game is going to be within the text and the story, whereas like the gameplay is not might be a little lacking because I don't know, uh, old school Final Fantasy games aren't very extreme, but and I, I don't think this is even going to live up to those standards, but it could um, definitely one to keep your eye on if you're a big fan of uh, old school Final Fantasy games. It's a modern style game like that uh i love the logo for this year's too many games it was in the style of super mario odyssey so it's like instead of the hat with eyes it's like a little controller um i don't know very cool i had a lot of fun yeah i had a great time too it was uh really neat to just like see all the people and stuff like uh, it's a the first time i was at a convention so like being in that environment was a new experience for me and i really really like it it makes me like really want to go to like E3 and like Comic-Con and shit. Me too, man. I'm I'm totally with you there. We'll have to make the journey one of these days and I'll have to save a vacation time this year. Yeah. Just save up a shit ton of vacation time and then just like go to fucking just go to E3 or Comic-Con or something. Just fly out west. We will try to make that happen. Um but yeah, that was our Too Many Games coverage of 2018. Uh, would you be interested in playing a quick game of What's That Sound? Yes. Yes, I would. Always and forever. Awesome. Let's do it. Alright, so we're playing What's That Sound. Uh, I've been holding on to this one for a while. <laughs> I'm, fu- I'm glad we're finally playing. But this one's goofy. I have more than enough sounds needed because I think they're just all really funny sound clips when you just hear things like out of context. It's just like, I don't know, all of these made me giggle, so I thought we'd play them. But uh, sound number one has uh, three sounds. Uh, sound number two has three sounds, and sound number three has two sounds, so a total of eight sounds. So let's see how you do with sound number one, A. K. 
Okay, I put it on. Here. Come on. There. All right. Shit. The chopper? Yeah. Seems like we really pissed them off. They're using everything they've got. We have to be careful. I'm not going back in. All right. What did you think of that? Um, I don't know. I'm going to listen to it again. <laughs> I. It's so weird. Well, you don't have to listen to that one again if we have so many other sounds. I think the other ones might give you more clues, but I think... I'm not sure. And maybe we could get a guess from you before we move on to the next sound. Oh, God. Uh, there's a chopper. So I listen to the next sound? Yeah, let's do that. Our listener, too. Let's listen to sound 1B. Over there! Out of the way! Out of the way! Hold on! Hold on, Vincent! Ah. Oh, shit! This sounds like an Uncharted game. Oh, it's loaded as fuck, that sound. Um, no, but that was a really good guess. I see why you th- would guess that. Absolutely. I think you're, like, close. Is It's either that or a Call of Duty game? No. Okay, I'm going to count both of those, but now we go to sound number three, and then I'm going to see if all these sounds get- make you think of this game. Let's listen to s- sound one, or uh, 1C now. Run, run, run! Fucking dogs! Are you serious? They're too fast, man! You keep running! Oh, trust me, I'm not stopping! That's for sure! God damn it, they're catching up on us! No shit! I think I see a cliff up ahead! Hurry up! I hate dogs! I hate fucking dogs! You fucking dogs! I hate you! Let me go! Let me go! This kind of sounds like Days Gone. Very good guess, and I could see why you would guess that. But, but also, no. like, one of the fucking, that escape, a prison escape one. Yes. Oh, that's it. If you could come up with a name, you, I'll I'll give it to you. Uh, it's a. I can't remember what it is. It's the one with the <laughs> brothers. I'm too tired. Yes. Oh no, it's all good. That is a way out. So, okay. Yep. That's a game I really want to play, and I know uh, we've mentioned it before uh, that John from One Track Gamers has confirmed that it's a two-player only game, and I remember downloading the demo and being like, "What the hell? Why can't I play this?" But one of these days, I'll get around to playing that. Um. Let's see if you can make the next sounds out. Uh, let's see what you make of sound 2A. Ah, no! You are not ready! Stay back! Uh, it's God of War. 
Oh, you got it, man. <laughs> Nailed it in one. We don't I was like halfway through the clip. I was like, oh, that's got a, that's the new God of War game. Because I Absolutely. heard the kid go, that's my boat. And he's like, no, you're not ready. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I mean. The context clues were pretty uh, blatant in that one. Uh, I tried to do it with the prison one, too, because they're like running from dogs and shit. I think that's why I saved that one for last, because that's pretty apparent. But yeah. also, I think in the first clip, he was like, I'm not going back in. It's like, oh, you you got out? Um but, okay, you got one. Let's see if you can win the game with uh, sound three now. If you can regularly beat the odds and get chess back to your ship, you'll be able to turn a tidy profit by trading them in at an outpost. That's just the tiny matter of making it through this storm in one piece. Is this Sea of Thieves? Yes, it is. Wow, you nailed that one in one, too. And that's the thing. That's not actual gameplay or anything. That no, was it's like a trailer. <laughs> yeah, goddammit. I was just thinking that. I'm like, uh, As soon as I heard, a- like, turn chess in at an outpost, I was like, oh, yeah, I played Sea of Thieves. It sounded like Craig Ferguson for some reason to me. It does a little bit. Uh, sea of Thieves <laughs> is not a great game. Don't play it. Yeah, no, definitely not. Microsoft, but, uh, uh, they tied their... They tied their uh... Oh, boy, they tied themselves off on a sinking ship. You can tell though I've been sitting on this what's that town for a while. Those are all games that like a little little bit ago were pretty popular. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, hey, you did it. Uh congratulations. That's what's that sound. I'm a big fan of what's that sound. Woo. All right, well, that was a fun episode. Uh, thanks for joining me, AJ. Thanks for going to Too Many Games with me. That was a lot of fun. Um, Heck let's yeah. do some plugs. Uh, where can our listeners find you? Do you want them to find you? Uh, yeah, Forgetful on uh, on Twitter uh, with a uh, three for the E. Uh, that's my handle or my tag or whatever, my Twitter handle. And I have all my other like gaming handles there. So if anyone you everyone plays Overwatch... My Battle.net tags there, add me, and I'll absolutely play Overwatch with you. Awesome. Yeah, definitely do that, listener. And if you like our show, tell a friend. Uh, tell a friend and just, like, let them know that, hey, this show is lit and you should exactly. listen to it. There we go. And uh, if you want, you can always follow us. Uh, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch. Our handle's ABT Silence. Uh, we're part of a network called Almost Better network so you can find that at almostbetter.net got lots of cool shows one track gamers press continue podcast uh paper news out loud erie canal theater dumbbells and dragons and our D show D- almost better than dragons with aj uh so go check all that good stuff out there and i'm trying to think if there's anything else probably not we'll be back next week with uh, another regular episode no more conventions probably just what we've been playing and more conversation games but thanks for listening guys see ya See you guys.